Welcome to the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Welcome to ITSP Magazine. You're listening to a new Securing Bridges podcast. You're about to join Alyssa Miller as she sits down with senior and executive security leaders to share stories of success and failure while working across business teams. It's time to build and secure the bridge to the business. Knowledge is power, now more than ever. All right, securing bridges, here we are once again. I promised you a super exciting guest this week, and I promise you we are not going to disappoint. This is going to be a blast. I can't wait. Um, you notice he's already acting all shy and bashful. I'm, not me. Not although, me. Although he did already make me feel bad because I blew it. Last week's episode was the answer to life, everything. the universe, and everything. Yeah. So maybe we don't even need to do this show. We're yeah, done. okay, good. Three, good. two, we're done. That's it. So, <laughs> ah, no, 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 no. We have to do this show because with me this week, as you can see, I've got Kevin Johnson. Hey, Kevin. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> oh man, I am so ready for this. This is going to be such a good episode because Kevin's one of like my favorite people. Oh well, then I'm sorry about you. you have really bad taste. <laughs> okay, I gotta ask one question, and this yes. has been bothering me. I will admit that okay. I only recently added this podcast to my podcast player now none of us are perfect well exactly i will also point out that i only recently got a podcast player so (laughs) right but okay here's the thing that's been bothering me your graphic so building no 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 not that one i love that I, i told you that when you posted the first time on twitter how amazing that is the bridge the looking down at the bridge that one this one yeah, we're okay. building bridges, but we don't see where we're building them to. This bridge is just in the middle of nowhere. Because they go everywhere. And I'm nowhere. just saying. This one is... <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe. Contracting at the same time. Holy crap. Okay. See, we're already getting into this. And really, you're talking to people about who you are. Oh, yeah, I'm me. There might be one or two people who don't know. So. Oh, there are lots of people who don't know me. <laughs> Well, well, you're you're the you're the greatest hacker ever, or whatever, right? Oh no. God! <laughs> I knew we were gonna make a Kevin Mitnick joke very soon. <laughs> okay, wait, no, I'm sorry, that's not Kevin true. Johnson. That's because Kevin Mitnick is just a joke. But <laughs> um, sorry, no, I'm not. Tell us who I, Kevin yes. Johnson is, please. I'm Kevin Johnson. I'm not that impressed with me. I have been Kevin for 50 years. I have been Kevin Johnson for 42. Uh, I changed my name when I turned 18. So I get my, this year, my name is the answer for the whole year. So your, your math is kind of off, but okay. Oh my God, you're right. It's way off. You just ruined the whole year. Where did I get the idea? It was 40. Oh my God, I got an entire decade until that happens. Dang it. Okay, fine. I'm Kevin Johnson. <laughs> I'm a nerd that can't do math. So I don't know what to say about me. I'm the one of the owners of Secure Ideas. I'm a That's important. I guess so. I like it. Um I, I'm a professional hacker. Is yes. I mean I'm not I Jason Haddix is amazing and I, I can't believe I have to follow him. But um, so I but uh 
I'm, I'm Kevin. I, I'm the, the lead of the Samurai WTF project, which is a great environment to learn web pen testing. I wrote the web pen testing curriculum for SANS. Um, I don't teach for them anymore. Uh, they're too damn expensive. Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> and, uh, I endorse this statement. I'm, I, <laughs> so, uh, and I do a lot of weird things. I, um, I like, I like security and yeah, we we're we're 26 people. We just hired our latest. She started on Monday and, uh, yeah, uh, you want to talk, we're, we're, a we're a real company. Now we hired our first salesperson and, uh, Oh shit! I know. Downhill. Oh, <laughs> I will let Brittany know that you're right. now disappointed in the add, add secure ideas <laughs> to my spam list. Yep, uh, yep, yep. <laughs> so, no, we're just pen testers, right? Um, but right. we, I think, I don't know. That's us. We we do uh, open source projects. We teach. We teach classes for anti siphon. Uh, which is awesome. The stuff Anti-Siphon is doing, the yes. pay what you can, it's it's amazing. Super. It's the way, in my opinion, it's the way training should be, but I am biased. Does that I make mean, sense? Yeah. It, it, I, I get that. It, yeah. it, but I also understand it can be hard to produce training for nothing when it costs. So. Yeah, and, and that is one of the... <laughs> that is absolutely a big problem, right? How do you... Yeah. And, and, and let me be blunt. Secure Ideas has that easy. And, and the reason I say we have it easy is... Our training, one, we want to help people. We want people to learn. We want people to be educated. Yeah. But bluntly, when we train a class, we tend to attract people to buy from us or we attract people who we can then hire. So as a company, we're in a position where producing training is a cost that's worthwhile. We're in a unique position. I know lots of people who training is the one thing they do. They do it amazingly well. Mm -hmm. and have to be compensated because they have bills. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. and that's it, it's like you said, it's a balance. But yeah. I mean, I first got to know you through Sands training. Yeah. I didn't really like get to know you. I got to know you. You didn't get to know me because uh. you were on the other end of you know some inner tubes and things and. Oh, did you do like the on-demand or the... I think so. Machine? It was either on-demand or it was a, at least a remote live or something, whatever they called it. But yeah, I yeah. think I told you this once before. My my favorite memory of you is, I think you said you wanted to marry Nikto or something. No. I know exactly who it was. It was Andres Riancho. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Right. Marry, marry the tool. That was the yeah. thing that got me. He like, released W3AF, and at the it was time, okay. I thought W3AF. It, it, I don't. I don't even know if W3AF is still around. I have, but it couldn't tell at, you. I'm a secret. The, I don't do that kind of stuff anymore. Yes. Yeah, I do, yeah. but I haven't looked for that tool anymore. So what? <laughs> what I loved about it was it was the first well done automated testing tool that was open source. Yeah, and. While I wouldn't use it in an actual pen test, having it as a way to figure out test techniques and exploitation techniques and every bit of it being open source was amazing to me. And so, yes, you're right. I said in many classes that I would marry W3AF or you would hear me say I would have its kids. Um, that was the other I phrase. I did not hear that one, but that would have been equally memorable. Yeah, I use that one a lot. The weird thing about the on-demand stuff and the recorded version is that was a six-day course. And so people would listen to me 
tell jokes and stories about my kids and random stuff as I did the course. And they would get to the point where they felt like they knew me, right? Yeah. But but here's the problem. I'd be at a conference somewhere. Let's say DerbyCon or ShmooCon. Oh, man, I miss ShmooCon. I haven't been in a while. But um, sorry, tangents. And um, they would hear me speaking and they would recognize my voice because they've listened to me right multiple times in their community times. whatever right they would walk up and talk to me as if we were old friends and never think about the fact like you said it perfectly i got to know you but you didn't get to know me right they would just walk up and go kevin and it was crazy the the weirdest one that happened was my daughters and my wife were with me at a conference and we were we were going to dinner and somebody walked up and they were like, oh my God, Kevin, how you been? And I'm like, hi. And I awful with names and I'm like, I don't recognize this person. And they're like, Brenna, how are you doing? And they start talking to my kids because I had told stories about my kids. Oh, and it was like, no. we were about 10 minutes into this conversation before I said to the person, okay, look, I don't mean to be rude, but I don't know who you are. <laughs> You know my entire family. You're talking to them as yeah, if we're old friends. Course five years ago. How dare you yeah. not know who I am? Exactly. They're like, oh, yeah, I took your on-demand course. I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're saying but, hi to my kid? Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, it was totally crazy. That so, yeah, but they, yeah, they knew me. I did not know them, and I felt bad. No, and I, I mean, <laughs> I, I know that feeling. You know, it's I, yeah. I, I love it, and I hate it. Like, yeah. I love that people, because this is why I got into speaking. It's why right. I do conferences. Because I was one, and you might have been the same at one time. Hard to believe, but maybe. I would go to a conference, and I am a I am an expert. I If there's one thing that I am incredible at that okay. I can do better than anybody, it's being completely alone in a sea of people. <laughs> I can be among 5,000 like-minded <laughs> information security people, and I will stand there like a wallflower, terrified. I, so bet, you, I bet you I can challenge you for that title. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've come out of my shell a little since. But, yeah. but no, that was why, because if I spoke, then people would come up and say hi, because yeah. they saw me talk. Or they knew I was going to be speaking and they saw me, you know, on yeah. the website in the program, whatever program. Do they still print those? I don't know. Um, but, I don't know, you, know, would, you know, and so that was that was what did yeah. it. But so. Well, you know, and I will tell you that one of the problems with that that makes that worse is when you first get into the field, because I remember when I decided, OK, I want to get into security. I want to I want to be you i want to be this right um and i started looking and back then we didn't have twitter and stuff like that because i'm friggin old but um hey, hey, it, I'm, I'm, we're with I, right there with you i'm okay. not that many years behind all i'm gonna say is i feel really old okay. <laughs> how's that yeah, um, <clears throat> so <clears throat> back then you would see people and you would like i don't know wherever you were talking to people and the loudest people, the people that got the most attention, and I would argue that this is still this way quite often, is that the people that get the loudest and best, most attention are the least worthy of that attention. 
and they believe in the idea of sh not sharing. This is mine. This is mine. I'm not going to teach yeah. you. I'm not going to lift you up. I'm not going to help you out. And, and I'm really happy that I found my people, I guess, that agreed with. What I tell people nowadays is if you ask a question and the person basically attacks you, for asking, or how dare you bother me with a request for information? Then I'm here to answer more advanced questions than that. Yeah, exactly. Then, then at that point, we're talking like Craig Wright, um, lying plagiarist. But um, oh, did I say that out loud too? And uh, you but when you, so, yeah, I did. Oh, Hi, Jonathan, Hi. Jonathan Data One. But um, <laughs> when there's you, no censor beep here. I, I, that's okay. I, I don't need a censor beep. I'm just gonna be me. And uh, I don't have that filter. My brain, my mouth. I think it. I say it. Oh, he right. said Craig Wright, not Sean Wright. Get it? No, no, yeah, yeah, totally different. Craig Wright, plagiarizer. Totally I gotta get Sean Wright on this show, by the way. That's yeah, Sean Wright's cool. Sean Wright's cool. Craig Wright's the guy that pretends he wrote Bitcoin. Yeah. And uh, oh, I know. Yeah. Um, but um, when you see these people, they don't know what they say they do. They're not the experts. Yeah. What you want to do is you want to talk to the people like Ken Johnson. Please note. There's a couple missing letters there, right? Or or Jason, or yeah. like there's so many people that I, I look at. I mentioned Jason because he was the first one that came to mind when you were talking about this. Like, yeah, he's a genius. And you ask a question, and not only will he answer the question, but he'll answer the other six things you need to know to help you with that. And, and bluntly, Alyssa, I'd say it about you. You're one of those people. Yeah, you you want. You I, okay? Live show. We'll pretend I'm. I can't talk. I mean, I'm turning um, bright red now. So well, you okay. should. You shouldn't because you're amazing. And here's the thing about you that I think is important for people to understand. And I, I would say this if I wasn't on your show. Okay, um, you recognize that when you help somebody else with whatever you're helping them with, not only does it help them make them better but it helps make you better. 100%. Because, right? Because they're going to bring something to you that you don't know that you're learning. Plus, even if they have nothing you don't know, let's let's pretend somehow we have Impossible, this mythical person, yeah. right? Uh, okay. I, but right? Yep. I'm but just the act of explaining something makes you understand it better. Right? I, yeah. And oh, so- Literally just had this like 20 minutes before we got here. Um, yeah. So yeah. It, that's important. And that's why I say to people, like, get involved. It's hard. Like, you're right. You're in the sea of people that are all like-minded. There's a good chance they're in the same boat you are, that they don't want to. This, it's very, the number of times I've talked to people and they've said to me, oh, I have nothing interesting to present. I have yeah. nothing interesting to help with. I have yeah. nothing interesting. And it's like, I'm the boringest person in the world, and you put me on stage. Boringest so, person in the world says the guy with a giant Chewbacca standing behind him. He's awesome, isn't he? He is awesome. He, he only took five years to make. It, he is hand latch hooked. Okay. Like, yeah. Let me tell you that if you go to Sally Beauty Supply and say, I need 26 pounds of hair extensions in these four colors, <laughs> they look at you weird. <laughs> I don't know from experience or anything. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, I'm so good. But anyway, so I'm really glad you brought up Jason. And by the way, for those watching who aren't sure, Jason Street is who we're talking about. Um, you know, I mean, I 
because Jason, I think, you know, definitely is a perfect example of the same camp, right? Yeah. And it's, you know, yeah, there's that desire to help others, right? So if I help somebody, I explain something to somebody, it's amazing, right? I love seeing the look on their face when they understand yeah. it. Yeah. You're right. I mean, I literally was just explaining something, not even cybersecurity related. It was some aviation yeah. stuff before. And I realized as I was talking, like, I was like, it started to make more sense to me yeah. as I was trying to explain it to somebody else. Like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the other thing that's been really important to me, and literally, Jason, if you're watching, I'm crediting you with this. <laughs> it was where I realized that what I really cared about was first time I saw him speak was where I realized that what I really cared about was our community. Yeah. You know, we yeah. grew up in the hacker world and you know, for me, my, my, well, my background is very, very, very different than where Jason comes from, which is very, very, very different than where you come from. But you know, I think for all of us in one way or another, we found that family in the yeah. hacker community. For me, it was in my teens. You know, I yeah. was the, the bullied kid that nobody wanted anything to do with. I had very few friends, yep. but I found IRC channels. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, BBSs were kind of on the way out by the time I really found them. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but IRC, I mean, I latched onto that like no tomorrow. And it, it helped too that I was in college at the time and right. sitting on a T1 connection in our, oh, in our little I'm, I'm uh, jealous. computer science <laughs> lab. <laughs> Which was great because we had like I think like twenty SunSpark stations that were on it. That was it, and we had a T one. Like it was fast, you know. It wasn't no. It was no thirty three six dial up. Let me tell you. Uh, um, but yeah. So I mean, like, yeah. you know, and and so Jason was the first one who taught me to realize yeah. that that was what was motivating me. Like I mean, I had the motivation, but yeah. I didn't connect what it was. Yeah. And but so it, I mean, that's one of the things, and I actually think that ties to what I what what is a is a hot button topic for me is tying the motivation to what it really is right yeah. because we suck at understanding why we do things right totally and totally. this this to me is it we see it all the time right mm -hmm. we find a vulnerability we talk about a vulnerability we talk about security and everything else like that I, I mean how many times have you heard people say right um we'd be so much better off if we didn't have users Right. Mm -hmm. Or, yep. And I'll be honest. We have a job. Uh, yes, we would. And no, oh, by the way, we're users. Uh, <laughs> right? Like we also are the users. I, I, but, but understanding what motivates us is very hard for people to figure out. And it's yeah. even harder to figure out what it motivates other people. Cause let's pick on Jason street. Let's pick on Jason for a second. Do you know how many people think that Jason gets up on stage because he's messing? How many people I've talked to and that they they truly believe, and, in, and I want to be clear, they're wrong, but that what motivates Jason is the attention he gets, right? Well, I forget about everybody that goes yeah. on stage. It's but, ridiculous. But let's throw that over to your securing bridges idea. Right? Yeah. If you misunderstand Jason's motivation that bad, and you and I both know that that is a huge misunderstanding. <laughs> not what he's up there for. Exactly. How are you possibly understanding what will motivate your businesses, your organizations, your, yep. and too often I see it. I just, who was it? What cruddy company did I just see? Oh my gosh. I can't even remember the name of the company, but they were, their marketing. It's all fear. 
It's all, oh, yeah. did you see that breach? Did you see that? We can protect you. <laughs> we can help you. Uh, the number of AI crap things coming out right now. And by the way, I love LLMs. I really do. I'm not, but I don't like LLM marketing. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> but- it's it's like every other exciting technology. People way overcommit. They oh, yeah. dive into yeah. the deep end with nothing in terms of a life preserver. I don't even think they have bathing suits on. Um, oh, that was not an image I needed. Because <laughs> I've seen these again. people. I don't want to see them not in a bathing suit. <laughs> I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Oh, you don't have to see it. Um, but no, it's yeah, like we. it is. Every time we have exciting technology, we just go all in and, and proclaim it the next savior of the world. And it or, even happens with security. Or the flip side of that, we go all in and say it's going to destroy everything. Right. Right. It's, oh, it's going to be awful. At the same time, like we're doing with AI. Yep, exactly. exactly right now, it's going to kill us. It's going to destroy jobs. It's going to be the best. It's going to save the world. And here's what is coming for us. Yep. Exactly. Let me be very clear. I have said for years, years, I bow to our robot overlords. Not only do I bow to our robot, and I do this on recordings so that they know. I know. Um, if they're ever looking for the resistance, I'll narc. I like totally, the robots can ask me, the humans are over there. They're, that's what they're doing. I'm that, I'm that guy. And, Cause they can't do worse than we have. I, they can't, I, no. Yeah. So, but I think personally, I think that the entire InfoSec industry falls into a trap way too often mm -hmm. where we pretend we're special. We pretend we know something that's going to solve the world. And I, we don't even know what we're talking to people about. Right. Well, you know, what's weird about that because you're right. Well, thank that, you. That's weird. Oh, yeah, it is very weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what's weird about it is, and I have noticed this before, and I've, there's been conversation I think I've had before. I'm sure we, many of us are, have, whatever. Um, you know, we do feel like we're special. Like we know something no one else does, yeah. but then we don't want to share it. No. To your point earlier. Yeah. Like, we don't want to explain it. We don't want to be bothered to explain it. Everybody should understand it like us, but we're special because we understand it. Yep. Like, I, and then we get mad oh, that I people know. don't do what we expect them to do. Ooh, you want to see security people get mad? Ask them what security's job is. And when they <laughs> tell you it's to defend the systems and blah, 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 whatever predictable answer, tell yep. them they're wrong. Yeah. Because they are. I, absolutely 100% wrong. It's They're as wrong as anybody who says the police's job is to protect and serve. And I can prove it. And I've done uh -huh. this because it pisses people off because I tell them right away, your job is to educate. And this is back to understanding the business. Your job is there to educate the business on what they need to do. You want a perfect example? Hey, there's this CVE that Microsoft just released that we need to fix. How many of your security people are going out there and patching that Microsoft server? None. Few, if any. Yeah. No, you're telling IT, go patch your shit. Yeah. Without so any, without your any job isn't to defend. They are. No. You're doing defense. You're just telling them what to do. And you're telling them what to do with no understanding of what it takes for them to patch, what it takes for the business to approve it, what it and what impact that change is going to have. I, I, the number of times I've talked to people. See, and I'm tangenting. I'm sorry. 
No, no. You know. we, we, we live and die by tangents. Yes, we do. I tell everybody I'm full of tangents and my eyes are brown. And um, so, but um, we here at Secure Ideas, all of our consultants have had jobs doing not security, right? So whether it's administration, whether it's development, whether it's, we have a, one of, one of my favorite consultants we've got was a chef for 20 years. Yeah, and we won't comment on her saying that we, I didn't realize she we've, was listening. We've got her snowed. She's yeah, totally fooled her. I got to pay her twenty bucks now. And um, yeah, I owe her money for saying nice things about us. And oh, okay, she brings this experience to the job of running kitchens, managing. Let me people. clear. This is the the the, the yeah. person, the consultant the person, I'm talking about. Not, not the person we were just distracted by for a moment or maybe it is actually (laughs) so um but she brings that level of experience when she starts looking at security stuff when she starts talking to our customers when she starts doing this and that brings a viewpoint that other people don't have i have you know we've got consultants that all they did was deploy one of my consultants, he spent years deploying point of sale systems and working in retail and helping them do their stuff. So when he comes in and says, Hey, this is broken. And I want to be clear, this is not a bragging about secure ideas. This is how people should be thinking. Cause you go into your job as a CISO. I know for a fact that you're not sitting there saying, here's the latest CVE. I don't care what you have to do. This needs to be patched right now. This has to happen. You're wow. looking at what they do. Way too often we see the other. I, I see it on everywhere, everywhere. People do the wrong thing. And we see it in the commercial marketing efforts for our field, right? Yes. How many, and I know you said this, I'm <clears throat> blanking on her name now. I'm so sorry. It was a couple episodes ago. She was a marketing person who also, oh. I'm blanking on her name. And she commented. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, I feel so bad because it was a great episode. I had never met her before. And I now follow her on Twitter because she was so great on the episode. And I'm blanking on it. But she talked about how so much of the marketing in our field is tied to the hoodie wearing faceless person who is going to break in, not the person is going to help run your business better and do it securely. And and the example I give for that is SQL injection. Do you know SQL injection has been around as a named vulnerability for what? 30 years? At least. At least. How long has you been teaching about it, right? Exactly. Now here's the thing about SQL injection. Do you know how to fix it? Um, I do because in scenarios because I have. Right. Parameterized queries. Yes. Do you know the best thing about parameterized queries? Your app runs faster than mm-hmm. dynamic SQL. So we have a security fix that actually makes the system better, right? This is yeah. unlike everything else. Almost every other security fix we give out is, well, this is going to slow shit down. But I know. And we don't promote that. Why are we not on the, we should be doing these talks together because I think what? we've both been screaming this from the we rooftop. Have. It's like, we have, 
you know, I will be I will be at a whole bunch of conferences this year that I bet you are as well. If you're at a conference I'm at, get on stage with me and we will yell at everybody in the audience. I, I mean, <laughs> because it's not even just the systems. Apply it to no. the business. And this is the thing I've been trying to tell people. So we go out. Here's a great example. Yeah. Implement. Um, oh, screw it. I'm tossing their name out there. And maybe they'll sponsor me. Okta. Okay. Yes. We implement yes. Okta. And we're going to use Okta to manage all of our our clients that have to log into the different right. products that we sell. Right. Okay, great. Well, what does Okta do really, really cool? It integrates with Azure, Azure AD. Like, yeah. okay, so I need you to install Okta and integrate your systems with it, but here's what it's going to be able to do for you. You can now sell this cool service where we federate authentication mm -hmm to our customers. Yes. They'll love it because there's no user, no new user administration. It's just a new access. Makes everything easier. Yep. We get MFA, we get all the cool things because we have that infrastructure yep. in place. You're making more money now because you have a cool new revenue idea. But they and don't I think just made it. you more secure. Yep. Like, And you made them more secure in a way that doesn't make it more difficult for their users to do stuff. It actually makes it easier. Yeah. And but we don't sell it that way. We sell it as well. If you don't install Okta, you're not going to have good security. And it's like, but and that's such an easily disprovable statement, right? Right. That totally. You just wasted all of that effort and did that. Well, and they don't care. No. This is this is why I get frustrated with CISOs who talk about my job is risk management or I'm a no, I'm a not. risk management professional. The hell you are. Yeah. And if that's what you're hanging your hat on, you are the most boring person in the world. Yeah. Because yeah. and here's how I prove I, that one. Think about it. Just being in business is risky. Yeah. Right? There's oh, I know. Risk to being in business. <laughs> you know this because you run a business. But what did you do? You analyze the risk. You said, hey, the risk is worth it. Therefore, I'm going to <clears throat> risk accept it. I, I'm so happy that you feel that strongly about me being better at business than I am. I accidentally started this business. I mean, and <laughs> yes, no, but you're right. We have to think about it. That, that mental gymnastics, you may not have thought about it consciously. No, but, but we mental did. gymnastics happened in your head. When we decided to go full time and not like, okay, this is the only job I have. You're absolutely right. My wife and I sat down. We talked about it. We had kids. We, we had a mortgage. We had all this. What is the risk? Right. So, yeah, CISOs that say they're risk, whatever, risk professionals, I, I'm always like, yeah, no, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. And if that's you're, that's what you're trying to sell, you're not. And, and, and not only are you not a risk professional, but if you honestly say that and believe that you're stealing from the company that's paying you because you're not doing the job you should be doing. And that is getting security and I.T. and all the people to understand what the business needs at an acceptable place. Yeah. If you're not moving the, if you're not moving the business forward, I, I'm sorry, you're wait, you're a waste of money, and worse, you're gonna cause problems for the next person, because you're not gonna last long. You're gonna do your time. You're gonna quit, go join another company, do whatever. They're gonna bring somebody else in, and that person's gonna have to fix all the stuff you screwed up. By the way, something in there that you said reminded me who it was okay. that had that story. 
Um, and so I actually want to give her credit and tell people they should go back and listen to, I think it, actually, I think it was episode 41. I think it was right before Jason. Uh, I had Liz Miller on. Yes, it was, was Liz Miller. Miller. Thank you. Yes, that, it was that Liz was, Miller. That was, uh, that was like the start of this trend of like super snarky content. Oh, I don't. <laughs> yes. It's, it's she's, a, she's a, I've never met her. Now, of course, I've said that out loud and it's recorded. And she's going to come back and say, Kevin, we've known each other for a decade. And uh, <laughs> I've, I paid to your kids for weeks. I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, but. <laughs> I'd never met her and I'm listening to the episode because I listen to podcasts and stuff as I, as I ride to work. And yeah. um, I, it was just That's like everything she said was so spot on. And it was like, this is awesome. But she brought up the hoodie. You know, what's funny about the hoodie thing. I've never worn hoodies. I hate them. I've always had nothing to do with hacking, nothing to do with the marketing. I don't like the thing hanging down my back. Uh, okay. So I've never understood the obsession with hoodies in the I school. hated hoodies in high school. Okay. Okay. Because one of two things would happen. Okay. Either that was a really convenient handle. Yep. To pull you backwards. Grab, yep. Or I would go outside when it was cold out. I live in Wisconsin, yep. horrible place to be. <laughs> and find random things when I went to cover my head. Yes. Okay. I understand this. I can see that. So, see, I grew up in South Florida. Right. So Where hoodies don't even make sense. No, but I will admit all the <laughs> way through high school, I wore an overcoat, uh, like this big great coat that I had purchased at some uh, military su surplus store. I was, I was bullied. I, right. I was that nerd kid. Uh, <laughs> if you turn your hoodie around, you can fill it with popcorn. Okay. I might wear a hoodie then. Um, so, but I grew up to give you an idea. I was 36 before I saw snow in real life. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, grew up in Florida. I, you know, yeah. I, we didn't have that stuff. There was, a, I, there was a year. I can't remember 2014. I think it was where Florida was the only state in the union or no, the only state in the contiguous 48 plus Alaska that had gotten that snow. Didn't got, that didn't get snow. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> we have had snow here, mostly up in yeah. North Florida. And when I was like five, yeah. it got to a point where they claimed it snowed, but it, I, it like melted before it hit the ground. So I don't count that. Right. Yeah. I there's, still there's live there's in There's a term for that. Um, okay. They call that Virga. Virga, really? Yeah. Just okay. There, there's your trivia for the day. That trivia for the day. Quiz at the end of the show. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> I also realized in this moment with that comment about the cat about the popcorn that I am 43 episodes into this before I realized I really need to read the comments out loud instead of just talking about them because we do convert this to an audio only podcast. And there are people listening there who have no clue what we're talking about. That's a good point. That's good. And you know what's really bad is both of us know that trick. When you're teaching a class and somebody asks a question that you have to repeat the question back to them yeah, and yeah. neither of us thought but to do it i have just never done that in 42 episodes until now i have now i will always always do it okay. Okay. so to my podcast listeners out there i apologize for the last 42 episodes <laughs> from 43 onward i will be better human yes yes we all but let's be clear our goal is to always be better at being human i that's my goal. That's your goal. We have to be careful about that collective. That's idea. a good point. That because is a there good are point. Many people, unfortunately, in this world who I don't think that's their goal. I know that for a fact because I live in Florida. 
I wasn't going to say it, but I'm glad Oh, I said did. it. I said it, our shit stained um, governor. But, um, ooh, oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> I think Mickey Mouse will be my next guest on this show because, you know, just for that purpose. Oh, done. Right. <laughs> done. We got and it. Ronnie, I hope you're watching. Um, <laughs> somebody so, send him the link to this show. Oh, uh, Sorry. Oops. Me. Sorry. Live. I, I don't I don't need all the, the, the comments on the podcast. If, if anybody wants to make comments pro those idiots, direct them to at secure ideas on Twitter because it's my fault it came up. That's my account. Um, and I, I will point say, out. Type it to death null, please. Oh, um, no, I have no problem with people making those comments to me because it lets me know the people that I think. block. Yeah. No, I don't block people. Oh, no? You just... No, because it's a waste of my time to block people. I read. I just read somebody else complain about this about Twitter. Is that if we say to people, "Hey, if you don't like that, block them," what we are doing is we're supporting the other side, because that gives the other side the ability to do whatever they want, and you put the effort on the person blocking. Now, I, I get it that there are people who they block because it helps their mental health. They get they don't have to deal with people. I totally get that. I I'm <laughs> in a very special place. Yeah, I'm a straight white guy. No matter what I say, those idiots think that at some level I agree with them. So they leave me alone. So that's, it's sad, but so I don't block people because. Okay. No, like, and that's fair, but I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned the mental health thing because, yeah, that is. A oh, God. Yeah. I don't, I can't imagine being other people. I mean, it, InfoSec Twitter, Tech Twitter, just Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if. Freaking Musk today, another stupid post. I mean, just uh, uh, anyway. See, I'm happy to say that I don't see anything he posts. Oh, I don't either. The problem is his shit starts trending and then I see it. That's know? a good point. That's a good point. I really like uh, what Mastodon is trying to do. Yes. But I have found for me, for me, it's difficult to understand. I lose track of the different... the. I, I like the idea that each server is their thing and they're federated, but you know, yeah. you can have a community and everything else like that. And it, the, I still struggle with knowing that aspects. Right. Well, I think for me, that my, my <coughs> challenge with Mastodon and I had, um, uh, Oh my God. Now I'm the one who can't come up with a name. It's okay. Um, um he was on the show. Jerry, was, Jerry, thank you. God. No um, so I had Jerry on here, but I think the one thing that I've since realized <laughs> with Mastodon is it it has also exposed the flaw in the no algorithm argument. Yes, yes. Because I, for me, social media is about engagement with other people. Yep. And the problem with Mastodon is, especially as you get more and more followers, yeah. like you post something whatever publish something uh, whatever yeah 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 not i know what you mean or, i don't even know you mastodon it yes <laughs> <laughs> it unless someone sees it in like the first 30 seconds of their timeline it's gone forever yeah so whoever's going to respond to it is going to respond in the first few minutes and then it's i'm yeah. not going to hear from anybody again and so what happens is you know it, it just disappears yeah. And I don't get that same engagement. So I can no. say all the things, but I feel like I'm screaming into the void because there's yeah. not really the well, and, and the 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 bigger problem in my mind to that <clears> is, be, this is one of the things I actually like about Twitter. And I've heard Blue Sky does this well, but 
Blue Sky is still in that point where you need invites, and I hate yeah, apps still where you have to be invited sure to. Them too. Yeah, but um, I don't spend tons of time on Twitter or Mastodon or whatever. So your exact point is relevant. If right. I'm not on right after you post something, I miss it. Yeah. And there is no easy way to, to filter that that I found. If you know, all you listeners out there, if you yeah. know something, I mean, please share. Everybody was um, encouraging people to use hashtags, but it just hasn't happened. Because no. that's the one way you can do it is you can hashtag, and that was the whole point of what hashtags were supposed to be. But eh. yeah, but 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 I don't think I see the same problem with ChatGPT, and I'll explain it. What I mean by that is yeah. hashtags are supposed to do that for you, but in other forms, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever, hashtags are just flare for the best use of their term, right? Um, that people don't think about them as a way to promote and, and move, even though that's really what they were for. Yeah. It's the same thing with ChatGPT. I see people use ChatGPT and they forget that the first four letters spell chat and that it's supposed to be a back and forth with the LLM to address and move and you know modify what's coming out of it. And yep. so, and I find myself doing it, right? I'll ask a question, it'll give me an answer. The answer won't be exactly what I want. And instead of just saying, here's where I think your answer is wrong and what I need more information on in a chat, like you and I would go back and forth discussing something. I ask the question again in a different way. Right. And so I get a completely different answer, which hasn't actually improved anything. Yeah. We see the same thing with hashtags. People use them wrong or ignore that's, them. That's legit. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, well, security so, sucks. I can't believe this. Well, yes, I can. Okay. Because I knew this was going to be a blast, but we are at the end of our time. Already. Oh, I'd get rid of me too. <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, this has been a, an absolute blast. And as, as expected, I think we covered about every far-reaching possible. We, we talked about quite a bit, a few different things. <laughs> we, we did squeeze in a little bit of picking on a particular person who is not Jason Street, who we said we would pick on. And we did. So that's what matters. Oh, I will pick on um, anybody you want me to pick on that deserves it. And Kevin Mitnick deserves it. Uh, check marks. Don't buy check marks. Wow. Is that good? That is, that's out. I mean, that's putting it yeah. right there. So done. <laughs> I'm going to hear from somebody that works there now, aren't I? Of course you are. And if you don't, I will. <laughs> Every well, you're time. definitely going to that, but that's your problem. I spent years, every time I stood on stage, I started my presentation and ended my presentation with don't buy check marks. Yes, I have actually been there for that. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, But cool. this has been a blast. So Thank you for my last question to you okay. before we go. What is your one piece of, this is like the only interview question through the whole okay. show. I told you I don't do interviews. Right, right. But what is the one thing you would tell somebody who wants to get into this space of cybersecurity, who maybe Run. is that cook, maybe is that barista, which is the example yeah. I like to use, yeah, maybe a good one. working at the Gap, which is a real life example. Yep. What, what is, what's the one thing you tell them if they want to don't. get into this industry? Don't. Seriously. Yep. Dead serious. And, and I don't mean... Answer. I don't mean don't start this type of job. Don't focus on getting into the industry. What you want to do is start getting involved with the community. Alyssa, you said it perfectly at the beginning. 
right? That one of the most important things we should do is be here supporting the community. And if you want to, if you want to be a pen tester, that is the example of what I am, right? Get involved in the community. Because if you get involved with us, the people who are trying to build everything and, and move the needle the right way and everything, you'll get into the job. You'll get into the industry. And not only will you be able to get into that job or industry you want to be in, but you'll be a part of actually making it better. And you'll have that support structure, right? That's what I want people to do. Get involved. And if you don't know how, reach out and ask. We'll help you. Yeah, please. Show us. <laughs> but, but that, I think, is, I think we have too many people. I, I had this argument. You know, the, Alan Paller was a great man. I, I was very upset when I found out Alan Paller died. And he did the industry a huge disservice when he made up the skills gap quote. Yep. And I'm not saying there isn't a skills gap. I'm not saying we're not, we don't need more people. I am, but I, <laughs> right? I'll say it too. Yeah. Yeah, we have too many people that focus on, I want to have that six figure job. I want to be a pen tester. I want to be an IR person. I want to do that. And they don't recognize that the best way to have a career, not a job, is to have the support structure the community builds around you to get you into that position. That's what that I babbled. I, you know, no, that to me I, is. I absolutely <clears throat> love that that was your answer. There is a reason why the very first chapter of my book talks about the history of the cybersecurity community. Good. And yeah. that is it. You just summed it up so perfectly. Thank you. Unfortunately, we're done. I do have to say goodbye because <laughs> we have got to end this at some point because people will just stop listening. And I, stop, I stopped listening a while. At least the podcast people, if they're smart, they like listen on 1.5x speed and, and yeah. I sound like a chipmunk, but you know. I, well, you know. <laughs> and hey, look, Investigator Chick is even here and says she loves that statement that community is so important. I agree yes, 1,000%. You. I almost doxed you by saying your real name. I don't know if that would have been good or bad, so I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> but, awesome. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This has been an absolute blast. I've loved this episode. I'm sorry I missed 42 somehow. I it's okay. It's okay. I'll, I'll survive. Kevin snapped me for that. So. <laughs> but uh, awesome. Yeah, with that, uh, Kevin, thank you again for being on. Thank you all you for listening in. You know, we'll keep coming back. I keep ending up with just incredible guest after incredible guest. I am so fortunate on this show to be able to talk to so many cool and just incredible people. I hope you're all enjoying it too. Um, but hey, until next time, that's you know all we've got for this episode of Security and Bridges. So take care, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Securing Bridges podcast with Alyssa Miller. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share ITSBmagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.